I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Just, just wait for Poodle get comfortable. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm gonna hold that tiger, hold that tiger. It's Tiger Queens, y'all. What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Pussycat, Pussycat. That is the gayest version of that tiger song. Oh, that tiger. It's like if the ti- if a lion from uh, The Wizard of Oz did that song. Hold that tiger. Hold oh, the tiger. Hold the tiger. Of the forest. <laughs> Which Joe Exotic <laughs> would probably like. Y'all, welcome to Tiger welcome Queens. To tiger Queens. And yes, that name was very easy to come up with. <laughs> the, one of our easiest ones. We've had a lot of difficulty. If you that. don't know us, um, I am Jake Anthony, a.k.a. Poodle. And my name is Matt Marr, a.k.a. Maddie. We Good normally book. do a podcast called The 90 Day Gaze, which is about the 90 Day Fiance. But anytime our listeners see something that's even weirder than those people they come at us they scream at us and say do it and most of the time we tell them to fuck off but this time we could not they're just kind of like they're kind of like angry concubines in the roman Colosseum. it's just like do it do it it." and we're like over here going are you not entertained that's exactly what we're like. That's exactly. We're like fucking Russell Crowe. Gladiators. Crow. Russell Crowe and Gladiator was gorgeous. You and know, he never did it for me. And then he stole Meg Ryan away from Dennis Quaid, who I hear is not a good person either. And then he kind of became, he kind of became dead to everybody. Are they still together? He no! Are you kidding? Russell Crowe is not a man you stay with. <laughs> Russell Crowe like takes you away from your Russell Crowe is a Richard Burton. Russell Crowe takes mm. you away from your husband. He is He's not a marrying kind. I think he brushes his teeth in the morning with like with with whiskey. I believe it. Yeah, he's tough. He's a rough guy. I'll never forgive him for Lame Is though. Where are we? <laughs> Let's get back on target. We got a lot to talk about, y'all. We got this a lot is- to talk about. Our recap of Tiger King. Episode one, y'all. We should have said that we were doing Tiger King earlier. <laughs> we did. Oh, yeah. We were we there said, now. We were there now. It's hot in my house. Um, oh, God. Anyway. Oh. So, y'all, we are 
Where, why, so Poodle, we always ask why. You know, we watch 90 Day Fiance because we love these lonely hearts. But why do we recap this show? Why are we in, what sucked us in? Um, Because every single second I'm trying to figure out what's happening next. (laughs) And I'm becoming even more, I didn't, I get to a state of being so appalled, I can't go any higher. Like my jaw just consistently drops lower and lower. And that's a lot because I have a trick jaw. <laughs> ask, ask, ask yeah. some of my, ask some of my, uh, some of my clients. Y'all, she sucks dick like a python. <laughs> just attaches. Woo! Yes, um, I And I was drawn to the show because y'all, this Winniewood, Oklahoma, is literally thirty-five minutes from where I grew up in Oklahoma in Harding. It is like. We played them in football. I drove by this, all this sign. I, I, I drove by this sign on I-35. It's right by Paul's Valley, which that's where my dad's <laughs> second wife is from. Well, actually, per sale, that's outside of Paul's Valley. I I need to comment on the fact that it's not Wynwood, like it normally, like the, the casino, W-Y-N-N, in normal English rules, they don't pronounce the E at the end. You're nope. saying it's Winniewood. Winniewood. Nobody calls it Winwood. Not just Winniewood, but Winniewood. 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 Winniewood, Oklahoma. That's just ignorant, honestly. <laughs> it just is. It's just, it's just country, like ridiculous garbage shit. It's like the town of... T-E-C-U-M-S-E-H. Tecumseh. It's Tecumseh, but a lot of people want to, It's we call it Tecumseh, but some people think it's called Tecumseh. Because if you were lo- reading it, it actually reads more like Tecumseh, but no, it's Tecumseh. Okay. It's um, like the town Durant, <laughs> where Reba's from, is called Durant. But that's a, that's a Native American name, Tecumseh. He was, it was the chief. Not everybody knows that in Oklahoma. <laughs> but shouldn't they know since they were such a big history of Native American migration and settlement? Yes. Okay. Um, Listen, y'all, we are doing this edition. This is a little bit of quarantine edition because we are recording from Skype. So hopefully we, it sounds, we're doing the best that we can. And if we talk over each other, we'll deal with it. Exactly. Get off your scruff. <laughs> no, I was looking at. I have no cameo. <laughs> so y'all come at us on cameo. <laughs> we get so many cameos. Come at us. So we're going to be doing this episode on our regular podcast. The other episodes are going to drop behind the Patreon. You know why, y'all? Because all of Jake's voice students canceled for the month. So bitch has to still pay her bill. So we're Not just for, trying. Basically, I'm Skyping with a couple of them, but some of them are just, they're so afraid to even, they don't want, they, they already are afraid of me yelling at them in person. They don't want me to yell at them over a computer. Exactly. They can't even so, deal with that. We appreciate your support on this. So we'll be recapping all the rest of the episodes. And I think we're even going to dive in a little bit and do a special episode uh, later on down the line with Kate Casey as well. So that's what y'all have to look forward to. And y'all. So let's just jump in to. Okay. um, The best way to do this, you guys, is just to talk about, we're talking about our characters and we'll be hitting some essential plot points. If you're looking for a complete recap show where we're going 
uh, in, uh, thing by thing. That's this. We ain't it. That's so, not us. We have gay DD. So we're going to talk about the things that spoke to us. And the thing that we can't tell you, probably best for you to just grab a drink right now or maybe pop a brownie or a little doobie. Um, and 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 just, you will, however, hear the proper pronunciation of Durant, Oklahoma. Durant. Uh, <laughs> Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's just jump in. So this is a documentary by Eric Good, uh, seven parts, I believe, seven episodes. Yeah. Um, we we both only watched the first episode because we get things confused, and it's much better if we just do this now. Oh, yeah, we're terrible. Um, so this is a, basically a whole thing about people who own big cats and big cat sanctuaries and mm-hmm. and the and the, the true crime kind of plot against the the murder of this woman who was trying to stop these uh, places yes um I think on this episode we're gonna talk much more about the people <laughs> yes as my voice gets higher I am more and more completely shocked. <laughs> Well, it, we, this episode is kind of like getting to know everybody, the who's who. Yeah. And then I did watch this 10 minutes of the second episode. It's a little bit more. We start to see how it all comes together, which this episode was good. But I have to say the first 10 minutes of the second episode was already <laughs> way more riveting. So I'm excited to watch it all. Okay, yeah. great. Um, so Eric, the filmmaker, starts out um, uh, basically documenting these kind of exotic reptile dealers and he sees one guy who just comes in and wants a poisonous snake and he they, they like put it in a fucking tupperware bowl this was terrifying to me i do you not like snakes. snakes i don't get it why would you do this this is i don't get it it's horrible it's stupid yeah and then he opened up his like rapist van and there was a, just a snow leopard just sitting back there in a hot car and that broke my heart. And a, snow leopards are meant to be in the snow, y'all. That's why they're called snow leopards. <laughs> and the, the filmmaker's like, so it's he's he going to adapt to it? Like, yeah, he's adapted to Florida. Y'all, everyone has to adapt in Florida. I don't think it is anyone, not made for people. Unless you are born and raised oh. in Tampa, nobody's adapted to Florida. No. Or maybe some of our listeners who are born and raised in Ocala. Shout, out to, o, shout out to Ocala. To uh, uh, Bill Bowlware lives somewhere down there. I think he does. He does. <laughs> it's some like ramshackle town in Florida. Um. So uh, anyway, so anyway, so that's where he gets the impetus to like. Then he says, "I've got to meet these cat people, and I've got to do a whole documentary because this would fill this would fill, do a whole seven episodes." Um, because so, we should let people know because we are for some of our listeners um, we are both Poodle and I are both over the age of 40 and you should know <laughs> how dare you I, I said that whenever you were taking a drink of vodka so you couldn't say anything <laughs> um, but the reason I bring that up is in the early 1980s it was totally 100% legal to buy cats yes and all this yeah. stuff. I don't think we'll think of and I've even told on the 90 Day Show, and we'll talk more about it, but I actually emailed my cousin Chad. But y'all, my Uncle Leonard had a mountain lion that he bought. Its name was Bobo. And brought the, I, they lived in Dallas, and they brought the mountain lion up to my Aunt Peggy's house. And the mountain lion was in the backyard, almost killed my Aunt Darla's dog, Digger. And so, Stop! The dog was not named Digger! He, he dug a lot. He dug a lot, and Craig called yeah, him Digger. I get it. 
anyway, so they got the dog in the house before because Bobo almost bolted from the pool house all the way to the back patio of the Lanaya. It's a he, wild animal. I know, but they're so fast. It like bolted in like three seconds and they barely got the dog in the door. That's the first installment of Southern Crazy. <laughs> so y'all, so I think another reason, Jake is horrified by these people. I'm, I, I literally know some of these people. So we're going to see where this goes. I, y'all, I grew up Southern. I grew up in South Carolina. It's a different type of Southern. <laughs> we're crazy. We're crazy, but we're not like shithouse rats. Like they are there. <laughs> Oklahoma's um, got some characters. So anyway, yes. Uh, I want to start. So we then go to one of the issues about this documentary. Maybe it gets different the few episodes. It's a little scattered and all over the place, you guys. That's one of my one of my problems with it. They don't spend enough time sectioning out their stories. Uh, that may have been they had so much material and just tried to get it in the first episode. So that may have been the issue. I've heard um, that it gets fixed. I, and already, I think in the second episode, we're going to get more. Okay. It was just a little scattered for me. I yeah. agreed. I was like, what is happening? We're talking about yeah. Joe, but now we're talking about Doc Antle. Yeah. What the fuck happening? So uh, we're just going to kind of split ourselves between Myrtle Beach and, excuse me, Winniewood, Oklahoma. Don't uh, you call um, it Winwood? I will come <laughs> through the screen and cut you. Uh, we're yeah, we said this before, y'all. We're doing this remotely. That's why if I talk over him or he talks over me, blame blame the internet and blame blame the fucking virus. You know, we're doing the best we can. We are. Uh, so we're in when we would Oklahoma at the world's uh, largest big cat park. Um, One hundred and eighty-seven cats, y'all, and this is oh, from two hundred and something. Oh yes, I yeah. think I wrote. Now, also, I just want to clarify: this is not present day. This is from five, five years, years ago. ago. Yeah, we're back. We're back in time because we the big, very cold open was this that uh, Joe Exotic is in jail um, for allegedly trying to put a hit out on Carol Baskin, who we don't know yet. So this is 2015, 2014, which is this is all again interesting to us in that what I'm finding out now is. My cousins, my friends, they have all gone to this place. They've taken their kids there. This was not there when we, I think the same for you in Myrtle Beach. When you lived in South Carolina, this happened like when you left and went to college or did you want to go when you were a kid? I heard about it as uh, as like a teenager. Oh, okay. Um, so it's been around, uh, uh, I think I heard it as a teenager or, I, or I heard, maybe when in my 20s, I remember hearing about it. Um, there, there are there are a lot of private zoos, quote unquote, in uh, in the, the beaches of South of South Carolina and North Carolina and Florida. Uh, they're kind of creepy, to be honest. I'm very lucky that yes, my my extended family is cuckoo and has a mountain lion. However, and I don't mean this to sound classist, I or not really class. I'm very lucky that no one in my family had a drug problem because a lot of this is involving people that are, and not a judgmental way, but I'm just saying that. Knock on wood, no one in my, like my aunts and uncles, nobody, I think because they came from that kind of stuff. So everybody's kind of stone cold sober and nobody even drinks. Yeah. So they were just crazy, but we didn't have any of that go into play. Yeah. We'll talk about that a little bit. Um, yeah. So, so Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic, y'all. Um, he, I, I'd like, this is one of our segments that we do on our 90 Day Gay show. I'd like to... Let's just, we've been trying to think, we call it normally like tit for tat or something like that. 
where we just mm-hmm. kind of trade off an improv. So I'll give if you the. You could see them now. Exactly. I'll give you the sentence. I'll start first. Joe Exotic is like a dot dot dot, or Joe Exotic is like. So. Okay. I'll go first. Um, okay. Joe Exotic is like Snap of Snap Crackle and Pop uh, after a lot of Leonard Skinner concerts. Mm, yes, yes. I would say Joe Exotic is like uh, Jeffrey the Giraffe from Toys R Us. <laughs> If he got fucked for 10 years continuously in a meth barn. <laughs> yes. Um, Joe Exotic. Work it and be a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad they're bankrupt. <laughs> they're gone. Um, uh, Joe Exotic is, um, is like a human can of skull. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. That's pretty good. Joe Exotic is like an Alexa with everything taken out of it. (laughs) Basically. So, y'all, he is a very colorful character. Let me just talk about his appearance a little bit for those of you who haven't seen the show. Again, if you could see this now. You need to see it. First of all, he's, he's he's a petite man. Um, he's got dark hair, but bleached. <laughs> I was about to say, not all the way dark. In a mullet. Um, of course, of course it is. Um, mm-hmm. there are about six or seven hoop earrings on every ear. Mm-hmm. And an eyebrow ring that is perilously close to falling onto the floor. <laughs> and y'all, I'm pretty sure he has a Prince Albert. Oh, oh without question. Without totally question, agree. he has one. He is always wearing eyeliner. Um, he is. Which <laughs> that is a, I respect. It is a choice to wear that shit to, for a man to wear eyeliner in the day. It is a it, choice. It is a choice. Um, he has a Fu Manchu, which is also uh-huh. a choice. Uh, tattoos everywhere, including one of his brother's face on his arm. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Again, I, I, there's a thing. Uh, there's a theory in um, in literal liter, literary criticism and writing where called a hat on a hat when something is just too much to believe. This show is like a hat on a hat on a hat on a hat times a hat. eleven on a hat. a hat. There's just everything is just more shocking and appalling. Um, he favors gold and leopard uh, clothing, uh, or a pink, or a pink uh, just sequined. Or, yeah, and he loves that kind of um, obey things they sell at the buckle. You know what you're yes. where you're where you, when you came out and you needed jeans and those I were the am, only ones? <laughs> I am positive that Joe Exotic and I have shopped at the same buckle in Ardmore, Oklahoma at Mountain View Mall. And remember, y'all, it's not by mountains. It's just called Mountain View Mall. It's by the plains. It is so flat, y'all. That part Actually, of Oklahoma is flat as fuck. Um, Not really. I mean, it's a little more to the west. You could kind of see it's a little hilly there, but yeah. It just looked sad. All of Oklahoma looked sad where he was. Oh, I think that area is actually pretty. They get a lot. And the thing I worry about, that's where they get a lot of tornadoes, a lot of twisters up there. 
more than even where I'm from. So he, um, it's basically like, it's kind of like Obey mixed with like truck stop chic. Uh, you know who likes Obey? Our boy Tim from Daddy Daddy. Yeah, Day. Tim does. <laughs> it's awesome. It's totally awesome. If you told me Tim and Joe Exotic were related, I would not question it. Yeah, the, they're they they're in the same like family tree uh, uh, philosophy of thought. Um, because Joe Exotic's face kind of looks like he should be an insurance salesman from 1981, so it doesn't really yeah. match. It doesn't really mesh with the rest of the the style. And do you does he look like he's had work? I, tell. I don't know, but honestly, he might have, but he ruined it with being out in the sun. <laughs> That's true. It's, and he's got he's had some sun damage. I think he has had work. I think he's had a little tuck done, uh, one of those uh, forehead tucks, because it looks ah. like it. Yeah. He's those oh. country people where the forehead goes down on your head. That, yeah, I know. I'm worried that's going to happen to me. I'm going to have to get a facelift. <laughs> now, I just want to say I did a little research oh, and Lord. kind of reached out to my family and friends. And just since we're talking about um, Exotic Joe here, um, he once told, um, he told my cousin, Ryan Tyler, actually, who went there in 2012 and said that he actually is, where is this? He explained on the tour that he was only three generation, generations away from successfully reverse evolving saber-toothed tigers. <laughs> well, there you have everybody. <laughs> so that just gives you an idea. He was a really a, a Darwinian scientist uh, first of, of the claim. And that's one of the problems I think people like Carol, who we'll talk about, have. The fact that you're breeding these cats um that's the kind of the gross part to me i I have a lot to say philosophically about that but but poodle there's another cast of characters on this Uh, farm as well we should probably get to yes i want to talk about eric cowie oh yes um he eric um found them uh he's the head head cat keeper and he found them on craigslist hey you know what (laughs) <laughs> I tell I met my boyfriend. I put a Craigslist ad. Uh, Eric, y'all, is like Garth from Wayne's World after two divorces and a meth addiction. Yes. <laughs> Eric is like, oh, let's see. Um, uh, let's see. Eric is like, Brett Michaels, but more rough. Yeah. Which is kind of hard to hard to be. And I want to introduce one scale here that I'm going to refer to back when we meet new people. Um, the What I'm calling the deliverance teeth scale um, oh. of how high people are. Eric, for this is people who have questionable uh, teeth and dental situations. Um, which is, you guys, I don't know if you know a lot about meth addiction. That is a big, uh, a big uh, consequence of meth addiction. You lose your teeth. You lose your uh, teeth. Yeah. Or, or your, your, and, or when you never have teeth worked in at all. Uh, uh, but yeah, the deliverance scale, Eric is about a seven. Okay. Uh, that's up there. It's not, not like unsightly. 
um, but it is enough to make you recoil. I so, think we know. I think we know who's going to be hired, and we're going to find that out later. <laughs> oh yes, I uh, devised it because of that person. <laughs> I will say too, just for people listening, look, we're going to talk about addiction because you can't not talk about that with these yep. people. It's kind of like love after lockup, y'all. We're not making fun of meth addiction. In yep. fact, we sadly now have friends I, in our own community family, yeah. mm-hmm. that, that are that are inundated with this. So. We are making fun of these people's choices and their clothing. I'm not making fun of their addiction. Not of their addiction. I guarantee you almost everybody who comes through Joe Exotic's door has had some struggle with addiction. If they're well, not currently yet. Yeah. yeah it's a mis- they, they call it a misfits. Yeah. Why am I such a misfit? Y'all, that elf was gay. Can no one see? We've talked about this on our podcast. That whole Rudolph Christmas special is a coming out allegory. Think about it. Focus, Sybil. (laughs) Anyway, so then we meet um, John, the manager. So now, (laughs) go ahead. John John, Reinke. Reinke John has not one, but two prosthetic legs <laughs> yeah and none of this and my voice is getting high again because i'm i'm concerned none of this is explained <laughs> none of this no. is even referred to the prosthetics are very ornately decorated though and i so i enjoy looking at them they're very like almost tattooed i almost thought uh, they were tattooed legs i couldn't tell i thought no, I, they are prosthetic <laughs> maybe he's a vietnam vet uh, maybe. Uh, maybe. I'm thinking or a they, golf got, they got taken off by a tiger. Let's be maybe, honest. Maybe not. <laughs> Who knows? I wonder that too. That's a good question. Um, if we finish this series and I don't know why he has two prosthetic legs, I'm going to demand Netflix release something. I'm sure they will. I need to know. Um, there's also Rick Kirkman. Now look, y'all. Rick Kirkman... This is my uncle Andy, A.W. Because Rick Kirkman, he is the guy that has the most sense and sensibility and is the most intelligent, but he still does crazy shit. <laughs> he was on he was on Inside Edition. And and y'all, y'all don't remember Inside Edition, but that was garbage news. That was Bill O'Reilly, y'all, when he used to be a normal person. Really? Yes, Bill O'Reilly hosted it before anybody I, did. I forgot about him. Yes. Um, I want to also mention Saf, or Kelsey Safferty. Safferty, who... Uh, she doesn't have a left hand. No, she doesn't even have a left arm. Yep. <laughs> so I'm sure there's a story there, too, and I need to know about it. Um, um, I anyway. don't feel like... I imagine the safety and procedural training at GW... Because it is called GW. It's called GW Zoo. (laughs) GW Zoo. Um, I imagine that great uncle GW. My uncle was AW. That's the one that reminds me of Rick Kirkman was AW. In the South, y'all, it's really common to name people with with the middle AW. You never say W like I just did. It'd be be GW. GW. Yeah, my grandpa. Yeah, my uncle, uh, he was Andrew Wilson, and they called him AW. I was a junior. I want to, of course he was. I want to talk about why, do you notice that like uh, uh, Joe Exotic's accent, I don't think he's originally from Oklahoma. 
He is not because he does okay. not sound like my people. No, it's a it's a it's a weird combination of accent. I think he's acquired for a character because at one point he'll say it, it, it's not a country. It's you know what it is. It's a country accent. It's not a southern accent. It's a weird kind of uh, hybrid. But he'll say things like animal rights, papal, like papal, like a papal writ, like oven belonging to the pope, p a p a l. But like, he is, and he is actually from kind of uh, like uh, central kind of western Kansas. So going oh, perfect. To that's, All right. That just tells you he's so it's it's kind of a country style of speak, but not southern. Let's just clarify those two are very different. Garden City, Kansas. Wow, that just sounds remote. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't sound like there's gardens or much. No. Of the city. <laughs> I don't think they have either. So I just got to share one thing of my notes. And it just says, we need to talk about this. It's a big part of uh, Joe Exotic, y'all. I went, okay. Then he starts singing. And that's when I threw down my pad (laughs) and just had to watch. We haven't talked about this. And I don't know how we're going to (laughs) talk to it. I think maybe we will end up. You know what, Poodle? Maybe we should just almost have a musical episode of critiquing these videos. Maybe we'll do something. His eyes, his eyes got so big because I've said it on the recording, and then that means we have to do it. No, I'm not say, saying we'll. No, no, no. I'm not saying we'll sing them. I'm saying maybe we'll like critique critique the music videos. That's possible. But my question is like, where do I start? It's well, like first when, of I, all, when I take you to the past plastic surgeon. <laughs> exactly, it's true. Just take it all, all up, all out. Um, he actually. I mean, it's probably auto to be kind of has a nice voice. It's it's nice. I think it's it's pleasant. I think more of my problems are with the imagery and the lyric. It, these y'all, these are the videos that you in like the 90s, early 90s, where you went to like a Dave and Buster's or something, you could make a music video with your family and everybody would be like playing guitar. Wow, wow. Aunt Darla would be wailing on guitar. Aunt Peggy would be on the uh I the did keys. that with I did that with my best friend Sean Farrell. There we did go. a up shack. That's what these videos are. Like up this morning with a smile on my face. I didn't get eaten by a tiger, so I, I call it a day. I want that's a better lyric than than he wrote. Um, I think my lyric these are this file under lyrics that mean nothing, y'all. Um, this is like funny how a smile can change the word you want to say. Let's parse that. Funny how a smile can change the word, like change the word. <laughs> yes, it changes the word, but I spread my mouth. It's a weird lyric that means nothing. It's and like that nothing. song, Texas tornado blowing me away, me away again. again. It never happened again. I like that song. Again, is it twice in the chorus? But I looked at you and then. I'm like a tumbleweed in a wild west Texas way. And then I can again. You're blowing me away again. Three times. That's You're a right. shitty song. Right. That song is bad. 
sang that song? Uh, Tracy. What's his name? Trace Atkins. Tracy Lawrence. Oh, Tracy Lawrence, you're right. Which, funny enough, uh, Joey Buttick kind of sings like him. He does. You're right. He does. He does. Um, so, anyway. Oh, there's songs to come. Just get ready. Just get ready. Um, I want to talk about a new character, Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin. Baskin, who kind of have, has a voice that is very low, but it also sounds like she's always trying not to let her voice break because she's about to burst out in tears. <laughs> yeah, she kind of reminds me of like, uh, uh, she reminds me of like a uh, a Shelley Long from Cheers character or something. Oh, God. I no, don't know. I just wrote, Carol is, Carol Baskin is your aunt's friend who you who who's constantly is always getting you like by yourself and talking to you about about garbage. She don't know anything. She's all she's like, oh my god, you do. I've always wanted to play music. Oh, that that's, is her. That, that's and Carol she, Baskin. Y'all, she has long blonde hair. Long, she wear, long blonde, which at an age where most women are. Not an appropriate age to wear long hair like that if it's not kept well. It's not pretty. And then she wears garlands in her hair. <laughs> and every bit of clothing she wears is it. a cat print. Again, my voice is going higher because I'm appalled. Even when she speaks at Congress, she wants them to remember <laughs> the cat lady. I've got a couple of good uh, quotes from Carol. This could be filed underneath, like this could be like on some kind of like little uh, bed napkins or something. But I really believe in life that you can only be good at one thing. <laughs> okay. Is that, okay. Is that inspirational? And that's... Uh, here's another great and that's one. that's for her. I, I don't watch TV. I, I don't watch the news. Maybe if a cat's involved. Uh, she said, literally, I don't read the newspaper <laughs> unless it's a cat story. Someone should, someone should go check on Carol to make sure she's not dead in the corona. <laughs> and, and, then, and then it shows her. She's like petting her cats like through the fence. And she goes, and the cat's like playing with her. And she's like, and she literally says, it was like Yolanda, the way she giggled. She said, uh, it's amazing how sweet they could be. And then they can just tear off your face. <laughs> Literally. And I'm going, oh my God. Like my butthole is just clenched. I know. Watching it's, her. Uh, so another quote is, I've never they been. Are, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I've, the, the, one of the reasons we're doing this where we can see each other is so we don't interrupt each other. That's yeah, fine. Uh, I've never been a person who has friends <laughs> except for the two imaginary white cats she had as a child. Also, she's allergic cats. <laughs> <laughs> she's allergic to cats. <laughs> Irony just, is alive. And they just cut to a picture of her. I don't know who as a baby has a baby picture and as a baby, she was just staring at a cat. I'm like, this can't be real. Someone photoshopped this in. Uh, 
do you know, do you know, did you grow up with those girls and in, in like elementary school, especially who were so obsessed with horses? They were, they, horses were their oh thing. Oh my God. Keepers, everything were horses. My first, my first girlfriend, Megan Seagrave, we went to St. Mary's Catholic Church together. She loved horses. She you still heard, loves horses to this you day. Heard that right, girlfriend. Uh, oh, we, and, were in, we were five years old. We There's pictures of us having a slumber party under my big bird sign that said Matt's Nest. I loved it. <laughs> Y'all, I, st- I have a weird issue with boys of five years old having quote unquote girlfriends. But no one, no one said that when I was, I guess they thought that was that big of a queen. Yeah. I think you were interested. I think you were like wanting to like read about Mozart and Beethoven (laughs) at five years old. I was. Everybody's like just saying, don't touch him. (laughs) So, so I was, I was saying the girls who loved horses, then there was like a subset of those who girls who kind of thought they were horses who like ran around. Yeah. Ran around mm-hmm. to the playground mm-hmm. and went, uh-huh. and uh-huh. Uh, uh, anyway, Tanya, Carol's Tilling- like- Tanya Tillingham was one of those kids. Yeah. Carol's like that, but with cats, she's that obsessed. It's it's intense. She's whew, uh-huh. she's a lot. So I think it's so if she has a husband. We don't even really meet them, but she clearly. <laughs> She is against Joe, and we're going to find later Doc Antle, but she's kind of against them because they are breeding cats for gain. Again, I have asked my cousin Chad and his brother Brad if Wait, if Chad and Brad? <laughs> yeah, that's their names, Chad and Brad. They're brothers. Why would, why would their mother do that? Because it's easy. Chad, it- Brad, Chad, Brad, and Leah. Now, that's Leah's- stupid. It's <laughs> a daughter. Yeah, they were going to have three of them. They should have just—if they're going to have three, name them. They should have had had her name rhyme. That's just inefficient. So it's Chad and Brad, and I sent them an email on Facebook asking them where did y'all get Bobo from? Because I want to see if they gave Bobo, if they got Bobo from him. But I don't think so because that was in the early '80s, and he already told me they put him in a wildlife refuge years ago. He was probably 23 at the time. Wow. Was he ever nice? Was he ever? I was too scared to pet. I just kind of pet him on the back with my hand. But like my cousin Chad was like, first of all, my cousin Chad is gorgeous. He's like six, five. He looks like he man. He's super muscly. He used to model. He's the one that I said when my cousin Leah made a music video and the guy playing her boyfriend dropped out. My cousin Chad just substituted in the music video. They didn't make out or anything, but they just acted like they were in love. Why He's a your, model. Your cousin Leah made a music video. Oh yeah, she's a singer. She still is a singer. Have I heard? She's good. She uh, she plays at Sue Ellen's in Cedar Springs. That's the Lexian bar. <laughs> yeah, she's owned a patent company. Anyway, so, but they would wrestle around and like, he'd throw the cat to the ground and they'd roll over on each other and play. It was terrifying. I need to see pictures of Bobo and your cousin. <laughs> Preferably shirtless. Anyway, uh, so that's Carol, y'all. That's Carol. Um, uh, so we're, we, we go back to quote unquote, Winnie Wood. Winnie Wood. Uh, mm-hmm. We're in the, we're in the gift shop and he's showing him all these things. There's like tiger, t- 
tiger uh uh barbecue sauce tiger hot mm-hmm. sauce here's some tiger sex gel there was some <laughs> tiger sex gel that's a new underscore for our new meaning of tiger bomb i know um but apparently the best seller is the underwear y'all they're all animal print and spoiler alert he doesn't wear any <laughs> he doesn't wear any y'all he we knew this balls. ahead of time though i could take one look at him and say two things he don't wear underwear and he freaky deaky he well, freaky deaky like bonded shit. <laughs> and we suddenly find out um y'all joe exotic has a boyfriend has a husband joe exotic john, is a homosexual he's a homosexual and he has a husband named john finley john. who i guess john worked at the park from 2003 to 2014. they were married when he was and, in high school <laughs> and john doesn't need to wear a shirt in an interview y'all he just does not need to wear it and his teeth are a 10 on the <laughs> scale there's god. like two two of them there's like one snaggle tooth tooth that is trying to escape his mouth it's just trying to get out of there it happens when you do drugs and drink it's, a lot of dr pepper it's drugs y'all yeah Ooh, i mean now i want a dr pepper i mean i we, we're not making fun of the drug habits again it's just these people oh my god um and, and so john but also i understand why john doesn't wear a shirt because he wants to show off his tattoos and his nipple rings why would you want to get rings. away from he was handsome when he was younger uh you could tell he used to be really hot yeah joe talks about that joe knew he was gay at 13 and when his father found out in garden city kansas his father made him shake hands with him in front of his mother and promised that and joe made joe promise that he wouldn't go to his father's funeral let that sit a little bit (laughs) y'all that's some shit and joe is great my my mother, who we often refer to as Mother Poodle, is great at this by saying things like it just she, he kind of he kind of throws little bonbons out there that are of horror and people just go, what? And then he yeah. just keeps going. Just uh, keep- my mother would say, well, uh, when I would complain about not having anyone to play with, she's like, well, be lucky you look normal. They use the forceps on me, pulling her out of my mother and one of my eyelids goes down. So people would, wouldn't hang out with me because I had a funny eye. Wow. Sits there. <laughs> and then she'll go on. What do you want for lunch? Did her eye heal? Uh, it's still like a little bit lower, but it did heal as she got older. But they, it was almost covering her eye for a while. And they would not play with her because she had a funny eye. That, we were, ruined, <laughs> that ruined her life. Yes, it did. Now but, I understand why your mother's so concerned with what people think of her. Oh, yeah. We had... Uh, like there were stories like that all the time. Uh, Joe is like that. He'll throw out things like, well, you know, it's about, you know, my, the my uncle. In their eye. Because they use force ups on me getting, getting her out of my mother. Boy. And can you imagine we were like seven or eight years going like, what the fuck are forceps? Yeah. You didn't even know babies come out of the hoo-ha. <laughs> Y'all, Southern parents try their best, but you wind up fucking up your kids regardless. The only True. thing you can do is, well, all parents, basically. The only thing you can do is try to do it with love. Yep. You know, just try, don't try to shame your kids. I, I, Both of us were kind of shamed uh, growing up. You way things. more than me. I was shamed a lot, yeah. 
Uh, but you know what? We were living on love, buying on time. Living on a, love. That, who is that by? That's a country song I don't know. Hey, Siri, who sings the song Living on Love? Living on Love is by Alan Jackson. Yes, oh. Alan Jackson. Love I, Alan Jackson. I'm glad Siri's on her shit today. She um, is. So, yeah, so, so, so Joe tried to kill himself by driving his car. Because who wouldn't after your father says something like that? Off a bridge. He broke a lot of his bones. And when he was healing in Florida, that's where he met lions and monkeys and fell in love with exotic animals. And, and then it all comes back to Florida, y'all. <laughs> Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. <laughs> I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. <gasps> you pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with MeUndies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, 
MeUndies Signature Fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of MeUndies? It's on MeUndies. Cool. Sissies, good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash realitygaze. That's MeUndies.com slash realitygaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle, I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed Have hope and find your happy There you go. So maybe should we switch and talk a little bit about Myrtle Beach now? Yes. Uh, this is just so you guys know, we have we both of us have a weird, two weird connections to this show because he grew up in yeah. Oklahoma. I grew up in South Carolina spending summers at Myrtle Beach. 
Um, well, what, what town did you grow up in in South Carolina? <laughs> the town I'm from is called Pickens, as in <laughs> named after General Revolutionary War General Andrew Pickens. Um, More like Slim Pickens. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, it's it was a it was a, you know when they say good town to raise a family, it's a good town unless you got a little gay son. <laughs> But I, I was a musician, so I, I'm a voice coach and a life coach. And so I I, I basically left at 18, um, that town, went to bigger cities. But Because he fucked all- the two gay guys there. <laughs> in, a, in a Stucky's parking lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, it's... Um, uh, it's uh, my whole family is still there, so I know it very well. I know the kind of the ethos of that. Uh, so, but I in Myrtle Beach there are these wild animal preserves. The biggest one uh, is the I'm going to get this wrong. Uh, I believe it's Myrtle Beach Safari. Uh, maybe anyway, it's Doc Antle's thing. He is a man with long white hair <laughs> with very dark eyebrows. Because he used to have long, dark hair. Yeah. With very dark eyebrows still. His, now, Doc Antle, they call him Doc. His kind of a more sophisticated operation than Joe does. Uh, it, well, here's the thing. And Doc Antle's got jokes, y'all. <laughs> Doc Antle's walking in. is like, see, this is my elephant. This is my elephant, Bubbles. We both are a lot bigger than we used to be. I mean... Now, I just want to go, we don't find out why, Uh, hopefully we find this in the second episode, but his name is Bhagavan (laughs) Doc Antle. Here's here's my threat. It felt, when he was spelling his name, it felt very aggressive to me. (laughs) He was like, B-H-A-G-H-A. It's like I was getting like fucked at Slammers. He is. That's the that's a gay spy. <laughs> I have never been. Not saying you can go and go on your bad selves if you want to do it. Go on. Um, Just be safe. He's very aggressive. He's very yeah. like. And what I loved what they filmed with the documentary is they would get him kind of being aggressive and rude, almost to them. Like, yeah. so I'm going to pull up and stop, and y'all go around the front, and then I'll walk in the door like I know you. Like MTV then, Cribs. <laughs> he thinks he's on Cribs. Yeah. And then he walks in and shows the door. And then, again, like, he'll say, this is da-da-da. He's like, how was that? And he, then his tone and his expression yeah. totally drop when he's not talking. I'm saying it now. I think he's going to be the, the, like, most crazy evil one. He's an insufferable asshole. You can just tell. He's a dick. He is um, a dick. I'm more concerned by the outfits of his female uh, zookeepers and wranglers. Uh, I noticed that the men can wear full-on clothes. The ladies wear short shirts, <laughs> short shorts, and it looks like little tops that are pretty tight to show off their boobies. Um, I, I'm calling it now. This place is a fucking cult. It's, I, I, you might have something. It's like, if you guys, if you, wanted, if you ever wanted, if you were a girl and you wanted to buy a sexy Indiana Jones costume, <laughs> that's what you'd get. <laughs> Stick it in my butt. Yeah. It is Woo! so weird. And they, uh, uh, I saw a spoiler. They do live on the property. 
they kind oh, of live. It is a cult. I knew it. It feels culty. Um, anyway, uh, so I, yeah, I was I was concerned about those uniforms. He has, yeah, he's. I'm not. So now he's building this kind of. It is a much bigger preserve, and you're right, Poodle. It's it's nicer. And Joe, I guess they all. I think we're going to, we start to find this out a little bit more in the second episode. I think we're going to get more. It's a, not really total lot in one, but Doc Antle and like Joe, they're friends. because They Joe know each other. Friends. Yeah. They do but the same thing. So Joe like sent people there to see how he does it. Um, y'all, it costs a starting price of $339. Just to get in to there. But you get to like pet baby baby tigers, which this is kind of morally and ethically is when I have to, it's this idea of when like, even when Joe was doing it, he was like holding up baby tigers at people's faces and taking like tiger selfies. I'm just thinking to myself, what if the tiger got sick from someone? And you're basically, you're, you're using an animal to, to, uh, I get it. They think that they're, they're not exploiting it. They're trying to help them, but it feels really gross to me every time I look at it. It's not the way I, I, I would want to see animals like this on a safari, and that's about it. Yeah, and that I and I think habitat. and I I think what we're trying to be, uh, Carol is Carol Baskin is trying to kind of be on kind of a, the white horse here. She is she is. Um, she has cats. She's she's rescuing them. That's the big difference, guys. They're breeding them oftentimes, and she is rescuing them when people buy, like Shaq, who bought two tigers from Shaquille yeah. O'Neal. And so when people buy a baby tiger, because uh, you remember on the Tonight Show and Letterman, you see all those like baby animals. That was a big boom. And so people's like, oh, I want to buy a baby animal. Well, um, you know, it's a... Even my Uncle Leonard, because he at the time was the richest person, and I think he probably still is. My Uncle Leonard actually invented, you know, when you drive and you're on a construction. I hear this story. <laughs> you know, when you drive in a construction zone and they use those concrete little pillars to, like, separate the roads. He yeah. invented, he invented, he just invented that design, because those are the design to pull the car into them. He's that has to be man. invented? Yes. He's a millionaire. So, but... <laughs> The reason I was going to, I find out so much about you. <laughs> no, really, because my uncle and my uncle Andy, my uncle A.W., he was a inventor too. He made a trash incinerator, almost sold it to the government, but then he had to leave the state because he was wanted for an arrest. So, um, but it's it, <laughs> it's so weird to hear you talking about this and these people, highly intelligent people, and they have rube names like A.W. and Leonard. <laughs> My father's family is very intelligent. So is my mother's. But yeah, they were very smart. Um, and so anyway, but this is a status symbol, especially y'all got to think about the 80s. Like everything is bigger. Everything, yeah. if you were wealthy, you flaunted it. And so this is was a time that you bought exotic cats to show that you were wealthy. Um, uh, we talked about, I want to I just get to uh, back to Winnie Wood. Um, and... Sure. Eric, the zookeeper, uh, has a baby tiger. Again, it makes me uncomfortable. Um, but I think what I had more of a problem was this song that Eric had possibly written, or maybe he made it up on the, on the set. I think he's said it before. A lot of things seem rehearsed at GW Zoo. Um, yeah. 
he's like basically i'm a baby tiger short and stout this is my tail and this is my insert the word snout snout because it rhymes with he said mouth he said mouth (laughs) none of those words don't rhyme and then later on, it's like, if I get all steamed up, then I'll botcha. And the song makes no sense after that. It's like, and then I'll botcha because I'm a jerk. <laughs> you know what? I That little kid laughed. He loved it. It was magic to it him. poor songwriting craft. You know, he probably still sings that song to this day, except probably that's how they, you know, that's probably how they told, they could tell if the little kids were gay back then because a little gay boy, like you would say, that doesn't rhyme. <laughs> I would have. Go, that's a Mary. I said, get that queer out of here. <laughs> they drag away. Oh, okay. <laughs> um. So, we find out why uh, the, the it's called GW Zoo because that's his brother's name. We, we've talked about that. He's got the brother's face. Turns out that his his the way. Let me just see if I can replicate this. When uh, my my brother was helping move my sister, and turned out this is how how Southern people tell stories, and they always in sad. We think we're going somewhere, but it's always sad. Turned out uh, uh, he was going driving. He had to get there a number of hours. Drunk driver hit him and killed him. Uh, sorry, drunk driver hit him, put him in the hospital. Then I decided when I had to sign the do not resuscitate order and donate my brother's organs, <laughs> he throws that out there and all of us go, what, 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 what? And how long did it take you to do that? He moved quickly to that dire part that he thought, he, he said GW is going to mean something. <laughs> but, you know, GW is going to mean something, and he is a he is scrappy. Because let me tell you, Doc Antle pays ten thousand dollars a year to feed a tiger. Joe can do it for three thousand because when a deer dies on the road, because we hit deer all the time. There's tons of deer in Oklahoma. Lots of deer in I've, South Carolina too. I've hit a couple myself. The police just call him and they pick up the roadkill <laughs> and take it for their. I mean, that's like that's recycling. It is. That's uh, anyway. So that's how he gets by with three thousand. Um, so this this next little area we're getting into is when my brain started to overload. This um, is really the hat on the hat yeah. on the hat. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so he starts trying to ways tries to think of ways to get, uh, earn money with these animals. But again, that's where it gets gross for me. Um, uh, not that I think Carol is a saint, but it just feels weird to use animals like that to make money. I guess that's what zoos do, but I think they, they do it in a way that's conservation, uh, minded. I don't know. Zoos aren't in the habit of breeding animals though. Um, so, um, so there's this, he decides to integrate magic (laughs) all with the help of a 12 year old boy. (laughs) Who's from down in Norman, which is where my brother or my nephew goes to school in Norman at University of Oklahoma. Boomer sooner. But <laughs> let me say that again. He decides to do magic with the help of a 12-year-old boy. What J.P. Wilson? Mother, it doesn't make sense. What mother would say, would take a look at Joe Exotic and says, sure, great playmate for my son. <laughs> Because, y'all, this is not true at all. I was surprised by that because, especially in Oklahoma, 
Uh, this is not true at all. So actually, if y'all think that out there, I just want to say this is not factually true at all. But a lot of people in Oklahoma think that like all gay men are pedophiles. Yeah, no, and I wasn't like, afraid of pedophilia. No, no, I'm not. No, but I'm just saying I was surprised a mom would let that happen. Even though that's not true, like mostly child abuse statistics show it's usually like straight men that are actually usually yep. abusing other people. But there is it's that's a power what thing, I, not a sexual thing. That's what I grew up hearing all the time in Oklahoma. Because I remember thinking when I came out, people were going to think I was like into kids. Yep, and that's no, just still there. I, I think my thing was taking a look at him, regardless of he was homosexual, heterosexual, or anything in oh. between. Why would you let your son? <laughs> I was adding. I was adding. Yeah. I wasn't taking. Whereas, look at him, and then the hat on the hat. Yeah, it's just a lot. So anyway, so we, we get through magic pretty quick. I'm just like, whoa, 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 whoa. But uh, it looks they, very complex. He yeah. flattened a rabbit, y'all. It's obviously, y'all, they're trying to, uh, it's like a Siegfried and Roy thing. They, they're trying to capitalize on that. Um, then they start going into malls and letting kids pet the animals and charging money for that and blah, blah, blah. So Carol gets on them, y'all, and shuts down every mall. And so they're, Carol took away their money. So they're really upset. So Carol, Yes, Carol has hired this woman named Susan. And Susan followed them all around the country. And they started an email and letter writing campaign. So I think that's why he really doesn't like Carol because they got all that shut down. And apparently that's how they made money in the winter. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I'm. I, I, I get it. I, I get it. Why they need to make money? Uh, it just seems like not kind of like an ambulance chasing lawyer. Not the best way to make money. Um, no. Um, yeah. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about uh, Doc Ansel again. Whereas he, y'all, he said he grew up a cowboy, a professional, cowboy. <laughs> a professional cowboy. Big difference. And it decided to move. There's a place called Yogaville. I've never heard of it. In Buckingham, Virginia, which is the first place you think of doing yoga is in Buckingham, Virginia. There's like this fucking Taj Mahal building I've never even fucking seen. I'm looking it up. It's a real thing. Yogaville, uh, Sachinata Ashram. It's like an ashram. And so his, his. Life- Not like it is an ashram. Yeah. He's, he's, he's like went to study with this guy up there. Yoga, they're not just yoga, doing yoga, but like yoga is, is a Hindu word. It means something. Someone, someone Google it. (laughs) We don't come for our show to be for information. We don't really have it. (laughs) So again, it just goes like, he talks about being this showman. And again, he's one of those kind of assholes that's like, oh, I do yoga and I'm so peaceful. But you can he's tell also he's also a spiritual person, yeah. But exactly. you can tell he's sociopathic as fuck. He's been he was all like consult for all these movies. He's like, I did this movie, this movie, Mighty Joe Young, blah, 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 blah. Narcissist, doesn't give a shit about yep. people. You can see it. His his uh you didn't ask, but in the bedroom, he's like super dominant and crazy. He also freaking not deep. good. And it's not, not in a not good way. Good. It's mm. just stuff when you're tied up and he's just watching you, just eating a <laughs> Snickers bar, just beating <laughs> off. I'm glad that you think, it's, I guess one hand would be eating the Snickers bar and the other would be beating off. Yeah. That's some yeah. coordination. Coordination. Now I want a Snickers bar. Uh, uh, so anyway, um, 
we talk about Carol talks again about how all animal uh, kind of big cat things that aren't rescues are ticking time bombs. And she talks about Zanesville, Ohio, where a guy just let animals go. And he then like 20 animals go. Yeah, they killed a lot of them. What I didn't understand is couldn't they have just tranquilized them? Maybe they didn't have trank guns. They probably didn't have trank guns, I bet. And it was anyway, just- I felt really bad about that. Uh, then, then things turn dark again. My voice is getting higher when he yeah. says, when when Joe Exotic says, "Someone tries to take my my uh uh, uh uh someone tries to take my animals away." Here's gonna be a little Waco. And then we cut to the sheriff saying, "Okay, <laughs> let's all take a step back." <laughs> so then we find out that. Joe not only is an animal, quote unquote, activist, not only is he a professional homosexual, He's not, a only, not only is he a professional magician, He's she a likes nut. guns. She loves guns, y'all. She and likes like, to protect there, her property. There is a difference between someone who has guns and a gun nut. There's a big like difference. Oh, yeah, that's what I, I we're not my, my brother. My brother and my father have guns. guns. They are not we're, gun nuts. We're talking about someone who goes to the ammo store and the man helping him has the presence of mind to say, do you need any dynamite today? Do you need yes. any explosives? Because obviously, normally that's on his shopping list. Yes. <laughs> so yes. that's a gun nut, y'all. Also, Doc Antle is one too, because to quote, I keep an AK-47 under my mattress. Loaded. <laughs> I think if you're owning an AK-47, you might be a little out of touch. I think you Possibly. might want to do a little bit more yoga. Yeah. Maybe yeah. you want to calm down. And that's it. They never actually showed him doing yoga. Yeah. He doesn't no. look like he has a body that does yoga, does he? It's like all in his spiritual way. I'm sure he's probably, they'll find out he's like vegan or something probably. We'll, we'll find that out. Um, uh, I, um, the next thing I want to talk about, go back to Carol, where Carol is. Carol also does tours, y'all, which is what Ralph Kirkham, our, our inside edition, uh, uncle, uncle A.W. or uncle Leonard, which one was it? Um, yeah. Um, basically said he thought kind of Carol and, and they, and, and, uh, Doc and Joe basically were doing the same things. And I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. But she is, uh, she's, she's doing like more like a zoo. Um, and this, and these kind of crazy people who are there saying, Carol is my hero. And Carol, it was like a cult too. They're all sucking Carol's dick y'all. Um, and one, one, one woman says, this is the Ritz Carlton of exotic. And she's like, oh, don't say that to me. You'll make me cry. These are the women volunteer for NPR drives, y'all. <laughs> I We're going to find out shit about her. They're just waiting to tell us. Yeah, something's off there. It's Carol. Um, uh, anyway, basically, but so it got, get, got nastier and nastier between him and Carol, and he basically threatened her. He put snakes in her, or he hired someone to probably put snakes in her mailbox. He talked uh, about her on Joe TV, his YouTube channel, which has like <laughs> 70,000 subscribers. It's all over the world. And as John um, or Joe Reiki said, or whatever he said, I made that show look professional. And then they showed it and I went, ooh, 
defy professional. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's really all I've got about the show. Uh, do you have any more of this episode? J- later on, we do find out Joe is in jail and he's like saying, uh, so something that's happened. Down line. He's, at, yeah. he's at Grady County Jail and he says, I'm calling. I'm in a cage like an animal. I just want to say that the show got real, real dark when I think John basically is John. John's John's the one with no legs, y'all. And he said, if they came for us, we decided we were going to shoot one another. And he pulled out a leopard or strider type gun with with striped bullets. And their name was on each bullet for them to shoot one another. And I, all I thought was, wait a minute. If Joe shot you first, are you going to be able to shoot him with the same gun? You might want to think that through. I guess you shoot him and then you shoot yourself. But does he like shoot him in the stomach so he bleeds out? No, you shoot him with the gun. Then you shoot yourself. He doesn't shoot you. What if he changes his mind? Then both of you are fucked. You've never seen right. how you've never seen how you, you you killed two people. No, I've never killed someone and then killed myself. <laughs> so I'm not familiar with it. It's a fucking first time. <laughs> Brene Brown. Thank you, FFT, Brene Brown. Y'all okay. let's listen to that podcast unlocking us. It's a good podcast for these times. Uh that is all that I have on this show. Me too. Um Woo. I have I my jaw again was successfully dropped to the floor, successively dropped to the floor the entire time. The entire uh, it's time. the first time with a dick not in front of me. Um, <laughs> so very motivated. So y'all, now that we've kind of taken all this in, again, it's like when you see that ten inch dick for the first time, you're like, whoa, what am I going to do with this? Now that Poodle and I've seen the first episode going forward, we will definitely. Oh, believe me, we will definitely be deep diving into the songs. Yes. Into these people. We never know. There could be some some uh, Tiger Queens theater that happens. Oh, oh definitely. Definitely. There's definitely going to be that. So this is uh, going to be a wild ride. All right, y'all. Well, you could, we're, we're dropping this on our regular feed. Uh, yes. This is going to be in our 90 Day Gaze feed. Um, after the first episode, we're gonna you're going to find it on our Patreon at the $5 when, level. When are we going to do those? <laughs> um, in the next couple of days. We got time. We got time. So we'll try to get those we'll, up later. We'll, but make this, a, we'll make a quick announcement. We will probably probably in four or five days. But I will leave a link to the, the to our Gatreon episodes, the Patreon. I will leave a link of that for people in the show notes, so you can find that there. So it's um, well, do we just y'all y'all just sprung us on this, and we said let's just do it and jump in. So that's why we're still going to catch up. All right, but you, um, I think that's the rest. Lastly, right. that's it. That's it, everybody. You can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. We appreciate that so much. If you would put five stars and say, "Keep going, Tiger Keep going, Queens. Queens!" Keep going, Tiger Queens. We like that. And also, you can find all our other podcasts uh, at sissythattalk.com. Poodle, there's merch. There's all kinds of ninety day gays merch. It's at uh, you can find the merch on the Sissy That Talk website. Yeah, you can find all that there. And a poodle, I think that's it. So y'all, I guess we'll we're gonna see you later. I got there. I have the tiger. Terrible on video. Bye. Pussy cat, pussy cat, I love you. Yeah.
pussycat lips. Whoa, whoa, you and your pussycat eyes. Whoa, whoa, you and your pussycat nose. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.